welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hey, detailers, wanted to make sure you know about the Community Pub that we have every Wednesday night at 7.30, right after the episode. And normally you catch a little bit of live coverage of the episode on Zoom as we close out. Sometimes we'll get the question of the day in there for the uh, virtual pub, and uh, sometimes we'll get a little bit in there. So I want you to hop on. So if you haven't downloaded Zoom on your phone, just go to your mobile app right now and download Zoom. And uh, you'll need a member, or sorry, you'll need a meeting ID. And that meeting ID is 918-800-1188. So your meeting ID for the Zoom virtual pub every Wednesday night at 7.30 Central is 918-800-1188. Hey, I look forward to grabbing a beer with you then. See you soon. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Hey, Mr. Patterson. What up? Hey, what you drinking on over there? Uh, some Super Cluster. Ooh. Yeah, you like that? Is it like a cluster fuck or like a Super Cluster? I think it's a cluster of stars based on the uh, can here. Oh, okay. But you can call it whatever you want. I think it's a Citra Hop. Oh, what's up now? I'm ready for some of that. Let's give it a shot. You and your IPAs now. Mm. Oh, that's definitely citrusy. Mm, I like it. Daddy like it. Wow. It's a Citra Hot Mega IPA. Mm -hmm. And I see why they put the Mega in it. Yeah, you can definitely taste the hop in it. 8%? It's hoppy. Oh, is it 8%? Yeah. You got a four-pack, right? Oh, no, it's a six-pack. Okay. Mm. You haven't had one of those in a while, have you? I have not, but it's close. It's close. You're getting there, man. I'm at about a two and a half you right saw now. So, someone walked in the shop a lot long ago and hadn't seen Marty in like, what? You didn't see Marcus and win. He goes, man, you're not fat anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Nicely uh, done, man. Corona. Corona got me. Yeah? Yeah. It sucked out all the... Corona's only like 4% though, right? 4%? Yeah. No, I mean the like Rona got me. I just Oh, you yeah. got like the COVID. That's my side effects. Okay, I thought yeah. you were talking about beer. No, I had the Rona for a bit. And Everything just, just got sucked, sucked out, out of all you. the fat, man. I'm a big, pretty big fan of it. Wow. Yeah. You want to introduce the guest yet? Oh, I mean, he was chilling. Okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm here to sit in the silence, gentlemen. Just, just yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> he seemed like you he know. was all right. Oh, okay. But if you Back go ahead, you know. Listening. Yeah. yeah. All right, we have on the podcast tonight Sean out in Cali. Yep, yep. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing? Gentlemen, how you guys doing? How you feeling over there? I'm, Man, we're I'm, uh, I'm mega great. Yeah. It's mega yeah, like IPA. Mega IPA. Sean, man, we're really excited to have you on. I, I want to say the first uh, the first thing I've ever seen about you, and that's what I was saying a second ago, I'm excited to learn about. Uh, I want to learn how you pronounce your last name because that's why I didn't say it. <laughs> so, uh, think about the biggest boulevard in America. It's in Los Angeles, uh, Sepulveda. 
Yeah, no, I Still wouldn't uh, yeah. So now we have on the podcast yeah. Sean Spadova. Hey, you know what? I, when I was, it was kind of a clear, it's a little funny story because I was on the news, right? And I told him my last name, and I think they winged it and spelt it. And when I watched it, they recorded it, my name was Savova. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, well, okay, you know, way to butcher the shit out of that, but that's all right. right. You know, I, I it's kind of funny, but it's uh, Sepulveda. Yeah, Sepulveda. And that's what I was going to say. Like, the first thing I saw about you was that news article and sent you a little uh, uh, Facebook message like, man, that was really cool. So, you know, we'll get into your story real quick. But before we jump into that, give us the brief two minute, you know, what was the news article or the the, the news uh, about? Uh, was this the most recent one? Uh, the, your buddy that you kind of took in and helped out? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's my man, Dave, man. He's a, he's a good dude, bro. He's a, he's a really solid cat. He's a... I moved into my shop, into this location where I'm presently at about five years ago. And when I moved in there, he was just this this skinny, scrawny-ass little dude who sat out at the end of the curb of the gate and just smoked cigarettes and had his coffee all the time, you know? And it's kind of funny how he met me because I was outside uh, washing a car and I was getting ready to bring it to my shop. And he was like, you shouldn't use that much water. <laughs> I, was like, I was already kind of in a bad movies with hot, and I was like, "Hey, motherfucker, want, I pay my bill. Mind your fucking business, man. You ran right here, he's like, no. and I was like, sit your ass back down on the curb and smoke your cigarettes, then I'll leave you alone." <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of felt bad after, you know. <laughs> no, like, nah, I don't know why no way. That's, that's, that's me though. That's who I am. You know, I just, I, I don't, I don't hold punches with nobody. So I kind of felt bad, and I was like, damn. Uh, Seen him out there. I think it was like the next day. I seen him out there, and I grabbed the I grabbed a cup of water and went and sat with him. And I was like, "Hey, sorry about that, man." I was like, "It's kind of hot," and I was washing the car. He kind of caught me at a bad time and introduced myself. He said his name back and chopped it up for a few minutes, and you know, made him. You know, he made me feel comfortable, and vice versa. And then, um, you know, over the, you know the next couple of weeks after that, he just uh, he started popping in and saying hi. He'd come through the gate a little bit, look in the door and say hi, just wave and go about his business, and then. Gradually, like, his feet came into the shop, and he talked, and then we just, just became cool after that, man. It's just He was just cool. He was like, yo, you need something from the store, and I'm going to be that way. And, you know, just kind of grew a friendship off of, you know, you know, scratching each other's backs a little bit. You know, he needed something from me. I hooked him up. I needed something from him. He went and took care of it, and then it just kind of turned into, you know, learning a little more about each other and, you know, finding out he didn't have nobody. And, you know, I just kind of took him in a little bit and was cool with the guy, you know. I mean, just helped him out, hooked him up some clothes and haircuts and shit. You know, just just, just kept him right, you know, because nobody else would or could, you know what I mean? So we just took good care of the dude. That's awesome, man. Cool. The, that's that's community right there. That is good community, community. right there. Yeah, most stuff, man. I mean, treat people how you want to be treated, right? Definitely. I mean, yeah. when, I, when I first Ooh. met him, I didn't really treat him how I wanted to be treated. That's why I went out and apologized. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, so, all right, uh, I, I, I think, you know, we would definitely highly, highly recommend actions like that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's good. Uh, but give us some background. Who are you? Where'd you come from? You know, walk us through who you were as a kid, where you grew up, what got you into detailing. Give us all that good background info. Okay. Well, you guys already know I'm Sean Sepulveda. I'm 37 from uh, Santa Rosa, California. I'm in the North Bay in California. Uh, I'm north of San Francisco. Um, 
been here my whole life, you know, so I've, I've, I've grown to know a lot of people here and, and everybody knows me. And it's not a, it's, it's the biggest city north of San Francisco to Oregon. And, you know, to be such a big city and everybody knows you is a little weird, but, you know, it's just, I've been around the block so long. Um, uh, you know, is your middle name Jenny? It, it might be. <laughs> Depends on what day it is. <laughs> no, but uh, what size you know, town is this, though? Huh? What size town? Uh, we're at about two hundred thousand. Okay, good size. It's, it's it's not a it's not a small, but it's not big. Yeah. You know, there's definitely larger cities and stuff as you progress south into the San Francisco area. Um, is it like a real nice town? Like, I mean, California, Northern California. Is it like a real uppity, real ritzy type place? No, nah, it, it's it's definitely not. It's it's mediocre. I mean, you got your. You got some it's really not as good as Oklahoma, is what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, you don't have the Tiger King or anything, <laughs> Here right? Here we like... go again with this Tiger King shit. Uh, you know, this, it's got some rough ass spots here. They're just like anywhere you go, you got you got some really rough areas. You know, you get you get some crime ridden shit going on. But you know, when you really sit back and look at it, the landscape here is beautiful. It's the wine country. So you know, you, you take a nice drive about ten minutes out of town, and you start hitting the highways a little bit. You know, and you start catching nothing but vineyards and beautiful scenery and the mountains and stuff like that. You know, I wouldn't say mountains, but some some, some really big ass hills. You know what I mean? Just just really really nice, like nice scenery. I'm about forty minutes oh, from the ocean. It's just like Oklahoma. Oh, that's not like Oklahoma. We have big forty mountains. minutes from the ocean. Oh, yeah, I mean, we have lakes. I could get to the ocean. You know, 30, 40 minutes depending on traffic. Yeah, just yeah. take a cruise out there, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? We don't have vineyards. You win. We don't yeah. Have Wait, yeah. we do have one down south. There is one vineyard down south somewhere. They say out in Bixby somewhere. There's I don't know. You know what you're talking about? It ain't as good as Oklahoma, man. You should bring your ass to California. Uh, <laughs> I have actually. Uh, where that? Where's uh? Where's the big almond capital? The what? Almonds. Oh, almonds! You were down in uh, Stockton. Okay. You were down. In, you were in the damn boy. You were. It was rough. So, so. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> boy, you better, you better strap on a vest when you get out. He there, had a bro. strap on. Oh, that's for sure. I had a strap on. This is one on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> you better get something on out there. Yeah. Out in that area. <laughs> no, so it was fun. So uh, there, when I was a mobile detailer, uh, we yeah. we would go for the winters when it would get cold. You know, you would find many other gigs you could do. One gig I found was a uh, 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 what a geologist, and he would take sonar readings of the ground so that he could tell the almond growers where to drill for water. And so, nice. yeah, I, it, it was great pay. I got paid, I think, like a hundred bucks a day to go move sonar equipment around, uh, or maybe it was 200. It was something enough where I was like, I mean, I could do this. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it was enough to where I was like, mm, and you just you just hung out and like moved the sonar equipment around all these almond trees. And you, they said you could go, it was diamond almond. And you could just go, you know, they didn't mind if you grabbed a couple almonds. Yeah, the way you say yeah. almond is ridiculous. So you were anywhere. You say you almond, like an O-M-E-N. It's almond. You were anywhere Stockton and Sacramento. So you Sacramento, were by the state that's capital. where it was. You were by the state capital. Yeah. So they got some rough ass areas over there too. But almonds you know, too. You know, a lot of almonds too, man. Man, there was a lot of almonds. <laughs> a lot of almonds. <laughs> Please stop saying that word. That's... <laughs> It's almond. <laughs> they, they, you say al- almond. Uh, uh, yeah. He said yeah. om- he's an omen over here. Almond, omen. It's an omen. <laughs> it's an omen. 
Yeah, so I just remember, yeah, it was being, it was super gorgeous. Uh, and then my daughters lived in San Diego for a while. And okay. when okay. I would go visit there, I mean, you could sit out and watch them play soccer and you didn't have bugs getting you. There was no humidity. You just. No bugs? There was no bugs. Like mosquitoes? Yeah, there was no mosquitoes. Yeah, Is there, pla- there places that are like that? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Hold on. That I thought that's it was about, just a uh, That's thing. about 11-hour no. drive. Here from where I'm at, it's about 11 hours away and driving. I mean, imagine but, 75 degrees, staring at the the skyline, beautiful sky, oh, yeah. no bugs, and everybody's just happy. Hell yeah! Sounds like a place I, I should live. Yeah. Sound, sound like coronavirus. I need to get the hell out of here so I can take my ass down there. I agree, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, so you're up in Northern Cali. Yeah. Grew up there. Yes, sir. Sitting yes, sir. Who were you as a kid? What'd you do? Uh, man, I, I was an all right kid, I guess, for a while, you know. Was just, <laughs> there was some hesitation uh-huh. there. Yeah. Slight hesitation. <laughs> you know, I was, I was an okay kid, you know. I, I did all right until I got in my teen years, and then I started getting a little wild doing some dumb shit, and, you know, did hung out with the wrong people, you know, kind of by the grace of who I was raised by and my family and stuff. I was kind of bored into things, and, you know, I, I did some shit that I probably shouldn't have been doing and got myself into some trouble, and you know, wound up the majority of my teenage years where I shouldn't be. You know, I was I was gone for a, quite a few years and then came home as an adult and uh, just started living life, man. Had, became a dad when I was 19, you know. Mm. Fresh out and was, you know. You were ready. Of, <laughs> you were ready. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> we, we can say that. <laughs> I was too ready. <laughs> yeah, you were. These you know, boys came uh, out. Like, well, they were ready. You know. I, well, I came out and went in. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, when, the boys uh, were swimming. They had a they had a goal in mind. Yeah, I mean, I, I I came home still rough around the edges a bit. You know, just ended up being a dad, and that slowed my life down a bit, man. It just it kind of it kind of e break my life. Like, you know, I I thank God every day for that, dude. Because I mean, I I can still be on some wild shit, you know, when I want to be, but. You know, when I sit back and I look at my kid, I'm like, man, I can't be doing that. Like, I got an example to set, you know? And yeah, man. As I was just telling you guys today, man, my son's 18. He turned 18 on uh, on 420 of all days. My son turned 18. And um, I'm a full-time single father, man. I've been raising him on my own for the last 11 years. Badass, man. Um, so just full-time single dad. Ain't, ain't no, you know, half of this, half that. It's 100% me and him. And, uh... You know, I had a Zoom meeting with them today, the teachers, and they told me that he grad, he's officially a graduate as of today with 30 additional credits on top of the allotment. Wow. So I'm like, man, I mean, that's just – That's you know, a proud the, moment, the, man. Yeah, man. That's You know, it couldn't have been a better day to sit down and have a have a drink with a couple a couple guys I look up to in the industry and respect right, well. community. That's a good community right, right there. You know, and, uh, you know, ha- have a couple sips with you guys and celebrate my son's graduation and – you know, I get to reopen my shop doors next week legally, and you know, it's, <laughs> it's, a good day. it's a good day. Fuck yeah, man! Oh, yeah. I love that. that I, you... say, I say legally because I'm used to doing shit I ain't supposed to be doing, and that's what I've been doing is a uh, function. I, I'm kind of like the speakeasy of detailing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Slide in and get your car done when nobody's looking. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So our sponsor for the uh, uh, community Zoom pub night, we do it every Wednesday. Uh, at 7.30 Central after the podcast, and our sponsor okay. for that is Speakeasy Distribution. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, so okay. that's funny, yeah. I'm going to jump in on that, then. I'm going to jump in on 
That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, man, I just you know, as, as a kid, I just I, I made some I made some uh, unruly choices, and you know, it led me to get myself in trouble and take some time to think about things, and you know, I, it, it was a I guess you could say it was a good thing, you know, because I don't think I'd be here talking to you guys today if I didn't, you know what I mean? And uh, what brought me into kind of the detailing thing is, is I don't know, man, I was kind of like my father, you know, coming up. My dad was really a super clean dude, like very OCD about his cars, his house and everything like that. And, you know, when I, I was always clean when I was down and then when I came home, I was super clean and, you know, everything always had to be nice and tight. And everybody always told me like, man, why did you, how, how do you keep your car so clean all the time? And I was like, dude, I just, cause I don't let people eat in my car. You know what I mean? I don't let you guys trample your dirty ass eat in my car. Like <laughs> clap your feet for you get in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, I bet you, I bet you your car and my Jeep look almost identical. Yeah, right, man, my, dude. Both my, both my cars sitting outside are damn near spotless. Super clean. Yeah, mine too, man. Oh, your Jeep is horrible, mine too. dude. Like, I just, I don't know, dude. I, I get weird when I get messes. Like people think I live in a model home in here cause everything's like in its place. And it's like, nah, man, I just, you know, if I need to find something, I'm going to find it. It's going to be easy. I, I don't know if it's misplaced, you know what I mean? Because I put it there. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's kind of what led me into detail, man. And I, I started off as a mobile dude with next to nothing. I didn't have shit. Hell I, yeah. That's what we like. I, I had a couple TNS products running around, you know, I was had some degreasers, some wash soaps and shit, and a bucket and some hoses, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I really, I just knew how to keep shit clean. I just didn't know the art of detailing, you know what I mean? And, you know, graduating through time, you know, I just got better and better. And people started to see that and the clientele started to grow and the demand for me and my company started to grow. And, you know, I started moving in. What year bank. was this? Oh, I'm sorry, this was 2009. Okay. So, so start as a mobile, just you and a, what? What'd you... Just, did just you do me. a van? Did you do a car? I mean, what'd you do? No, I had a truck. I had a pickup truck, and I just tossed everything in the back, man. Just just rocked it out that way. and Like a Ford Ranger, huh? Nah, hell no. I'm a Chevy guy, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I, had a, I, had a, I had a little GM bit of a day, rock, bro. You know? And <laughs> just, just, Government just Motors, I tell you what. That's Government Motors. That's you know, but I, I may do with what I had, man, until I started building up things and having a little bit more and having some more money and just really kind of figuring shit out, man. It, it took a while, you know, because I came into this blind eyed with no education in it. You know what I mean? I just did what I thought I knew best and I was keeping shit clean and, um, you know, gradually moved into some uh, some paint correction and picking up tools and, you know. You How know, long did that take? How long did you do Regular maintenance and all that before you. I did th I did that shit for like six to eight months, honestly, because when I was uh when I was younger, like when I was like thirteen, before I before I got myself into some really bad shit, I used to kick it with my best friend and his brother at his body shop, and he'd always be like, "Dude, like, you gonna come here and party and kick back and smoke? You better grab a fucking broom or wash a car or, you know, don't don't just stand around and not do shit. You know what I mean? So. I was like, all right, cool, man. So I started cleaning up around the shop. And then one day as I cleaned his car, you know, and get it ready. So I did. And he tripped out and he was like, holy shit, how'd you do that? You know, how'd you get it so clean? I was like, I don't know. I just cleaned it. You know what I mean? And then 
he started he I started on a rotary, like on a big ass like Makita rotary with Hell him yeah. when I was young. I still have a Makita. I still use it. I still got my Makita sitting at the shop. You know what I mean? It's old old truck. I mean, naturally we got newer stuff now these days that'll get the job done, but there's just just a sentimental value in that thing that I'll, I, I still got my first vacuum. My Well, I think there's just, to me, I still love, I don't have my first rotary, but I still keep a rotary because there's just some cars that, like we had that one that came in the other day, like it was just faster and easier to buzz it with a rotary mm-hmm. than to finesse it with a DA. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, so, absolutely. so we, we did a three step in, I don't know three hours or something like i buzzed the fuck out of it real quick with the rotary yeah, and we no, came back with a good aggressive pad and cut max yeah. and the flex 30401 took out all the yeah. swirls and then we just had a polish yeah. ex04 and a max uh, yellow pad and boom we were done like nice yeah yeah man and a da on the oh. third so and, and that's that's really how i got my start on a rotary that's how i got my start playing with the polisher was he just gave me a rotary and let me play with it, you know? And then he gave me test panels that were around the shop or old hoods and shit. He was like, try this. So I did, you know, ultimately, you know, I, I met my own demise and trouble and stuff and, and, and ended up going away, but I never lost that love for it. You know, taking something that was fucked up and just making it like really, really nice, you know? So like odds and ends after I came home, didn't really do much, you know? And then I was having my, you know, I had my second son, and I was like, man, like, I got to do something. I can't just have these odds and end jobs. Like, what are my kids going to look at me like when they're 13 and 14 and know that I'm pun- I'm punching a clock for somebody? Like, I just couldn't see that. You know what I mean? So that's when I started. The, that's when I started APE and uh, just gradually moved up the ranks, man, and, and started cutting and polishing paint. And that really grabbed that grabbed a lot of people's attention. What's then, uh, uh, what's APE stand for? Uh, a perfect experience. Cool. Nice. Nice. That and then I look like a fucking gorilla. <laughs> so why didn't you do Sean's de- detailing? So did you try to pronounce his last uh-huh. name? I did. Okay. You know, I, I thought about that when I first started doing this. I, you know, I thought about putting, you know, Sepulveda and Sons or Sean and this, you know, and it just sounded too much like a plumbing company or a contractor or something, you know. And my boy, actually, my boy, isn't it? We call him Gromit. He actually approached me. He's like, "Yo, why don't you just give everybody a perfect experience?" And I was like, holy shit. And something clicked. And I was like, damn, that's kind of dope. Like, APE, it kind of matches because, like, a big ass dude. You know what I mean? It's a son. Well, in my, a lot of people are like, you're a big boy. You know, so kind of like being the ape and then having, like, trying to give people that's something that's synonymous to APE, which being a perfect experience, like, it kind of just matched. And I just never let it go. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. And then, you know, no, it, I, that, I, I, and, like, I say that jokingly. Not, I mean, we, the internet wasn't the biggest thing on the planet, so you really wanted to have something that started with an A. True. Ooh, you know, yeah. you didn't. You, you wanted something that you know. Because we were used it, to the phone book where we had to look it, shit up. I, there are exactly. some people that don't know what that is. Oh, the letters then, like A one roofing. Oh A1, yeah, so everybody A-best. would have double A, triple A. Like everybody would want to be that A. That was A, because that wasn't it. And it was, was because, because you would you would go to like plumbers <clears> and then you'd start at A. And you would go down. That's just the way. And you you're do. not gonna, you're gonna, you're not gonna fly through to A to Z to look for the right plumber. See, well, you, go, see, you know the old companies, the ones with A's. The, like those are yeah. long. If things. you see AAA insurance or AAA this or yeah. AAA plumber, yeah, like, there, those are old school. Those are old school companies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, that's funny, huh? So that, 
that's where that's where a perfect experience kind of came into play because my boy was like try this and he kind of you know my boy's been in the body and paint game for a really long time and he was like sean he's like this is the way to go he's like if you start with this and you put yourself in the paper or you put yourself in the phone books they're going to be one of the first things you see and chances are they're going to side with you right so you know it kind of worked out that way and i developed like a whole quality about what i do you know i just didn't want to wash and clean your car so like, have I, you... I, I, I lost money in the beginning just trying to perfect everything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I, I've been there for I, sure. I was that dude, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, now I've realized, you know, the realization of people get what you pay for and I'm not chasing everything for everybody else. It's got, I've got to meet a price point. You know, I got to I got, I got to make my time in the shop, you know, work with everything else. You know, it's got to balance. Yeah. So, so what, what model did you go with? There? Did you hire on team members or did you go the solo I, route? I, I went solo for the first five years. Okay. You know, and then for three more years, I worked with a team uh, in my shop. And for the last two years, um, I've, I've almost pulled myself completely off the shop to focus on the actual business itself. Nice. Congrats. So how many years are you in business altogether? Uh, Ten. This is the, so Ten. My, my, the, the model of the business started in 2009. I had a plan. So technically, I use that as a year's experience for me because I had to learn and figure out what I wanted to do and how I wanted to get there. So technically next month will be my, my actual 10th physical year open in business and working. 10 years, man. Congratulations. Congrats, That's awesome. Sure. That's Thank really God. awesome. So much. You know, I was a, you know, with all that, you know, I was able to buy a few homes. I got nice cars. I've got liquid assets. You know, I've got, I've got other, I got my hands in other ventures in life. You know, I never thought I'd get there washing cars, you know, and here I am today living good, man. I, you know, bank accounts are set. Kid is set. He's got a couple cars. I got a few cars. He's going to college on me. You know what I mean? It's love. Like, that man, is. all all from the love, all from the love of being a clean dude and cleaning cars, man. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But we always like hearing everybody's new. You know, the way they get into the industry. We we said it. It's one of the most easiest industries to get into, and then to be able to do what you've done. I mean, your cost of entry. You already had a truck, or did yeah. you, or did you buy it? I think you said you already had. Uh, it. I already, I had already had a vehicle. Okay. You know? So, what was your actual cost of entry into the industry? Some products. Shit, man, just product, dude. Yeah. Like, I really didn't have a pressure. Easiest, yeah. right? Yeah, the no easiest, fuck, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and ten years later, right? So, we understand that's what we kind of always try and point out to a lot of the younger guys, you know, that are especially younger than DJ because he's thirty. 31 uh, one. and uh, I was trying to help him out, but he, you know, but uh, it's, it's one of the easiest to get into, but it's, it's not something that you want to dive heavy early into trying to do the end result, right? Like you wouldn't yeah. be where you're at today success successfully if you would have started out trying to aim for that, right? You, exactly. You started with just yourself, and it's you like started you say, to you grow. Crawl, you got to crawl before you walk, right? That's yes. Right. Crawl before you walk. Uh, understand the process of business. Understand taking care of customers. Understanding maintenance. Understanding cleaning a car. Right. You started yeah. off with cleaning a car. One of the most. Oh, I'll say this for later. This will be mine for later when we have that that number. Like it was a guy that basically does not want to wash cars anymore hmm. at all. Hmm. Yeah. You ain't gonna get too far if you don't try and do something like that. I mean, everybody's got to wash a car, even to prep it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, he literally yeah. just wanted people to bring him. 
cars ready to coat. That's what? retarded. That's his business model, moving out of Corona. Yeah, well, his business model ain't going to last long like that. I don't care who you are. That, that don't even sound right. I don't even know what to say to that. Um, I don't. I, that, know, no, that means, I, but that's. that's I personally, yeah. I, I take pride in the prep work, man. I take pride in seeing what my staff that's, does. That's the coding. That's, the, that's what makes the coding is the prep, though. It, exactly. I mean, if we're talking you, technical, you think. But either you, way, it's just it's detailing. Like, it's well, cartilage. That's what we're doing. The, the very core of what we do is washing a car. Yeah. That's the basics. The basics. It's the very beginning. It starts with the basics. do what we want. Right. Yeah. Oh. And then from the basics, you add on this, and then you add on this, and you grow, like you learn to grow and add on, learn to know how to sell, learn to know how to create different products, learn you know. Well, maybe he has other things he wants to do too, and I mean he might. I'm just saying in general, right? Like the way all three of us started, we just started learning how to wash a car, how to oh. clean a car, how to take care of a customer, I remember how, to, how to add on a program. You know, I remember when I practiced paint cuts for the first time. You look at it like that though you know what i mean like a lot of people come into this shit just like everybody else is youtube certified you know you you graduate you, you actually youtube university you know what i mean like you go in there and you watch a few videos and all of a sudden you're a fucking detailer you know what i mean like but the, the real deal behind that it's cool everybody can detail a car but can you manage the back down of the business yeah and i got no issues with somebody learning off of youtube we've had multiple no, people on the podcast that they like, they literally have said that they started their business by learning to watch people on youtube yeah so, absolutely i think that's but awesome it, it's the, the basics of it though you know like who as a kid didn't wash a car what what kid do you know has not ever he wouldn't let you wash the car he wouldn't let you because like he got i got it or like yeah he just did everything he was oh yeah if i mowed the lawn i didn't do it right if i didn't like so then i just didn't do anything anyway that's a whole different let's not go there <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hard on my son like that. I'm, I critique the shit out of my own kid and my staff too. But my staff has learned to understand how I am and learned to understand that this business, my business, my company didn't get where it's at today by letting little shit slide. I think staff's different than your kid. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. They get paid. They get paid. He gets, he gets paid in different ways, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. My staff has grown to learn that I'm, I'm very, I'm very articulate. I, I articulate every little thing. I overlook it. They're like, they know. Like before they come and grab me to come out and oversee the vehicle, they, they should have at least went over that car two times, maybe even three, just mm. to make sure because they know that I'm going to get in there and I'm going to start looking at. They know my, they know my picky areas too because my picky areas are what they miss for the most part. You know, and that's what makes them better detailers is when they have them show them something that their eyes don't see. You know, it's like taking a fresh set eyes, like having a woman come in the in the shop and look at a car. You know, look over the inside of a car. Their eyes look at things differently than us. Oh, that's very true. Women, but so we, mm-hmm. we can look a so certain you, 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 way. Then you let a woman come in and look over that car, and she's gonna see things that we typically don't see. You know, so I try to look at it through the eyes of of another person, not just myself, too. You know, and one of the things that I do is when I when I get in a car and I oversee a vehicle, I get in the driver's seat and I sit down mm-hmm. and I look. Mm-hmm. It's the most trafficked area of a vehicle. That's mm-hmm. the most part of the vehicle. So I get in there and I I, I physically act like I'm driving. I yep. put my hands on the wheel, yep. mm-hmm. put my hand on the gear. I'll turn the car on. First thing I do is if it's an automatic, I drop the gears all the way to the bottom. The first because I want to see if they got the boot inside there. Yep. 
you know, I look at the seatbelt buckles to see if they've been cleaned out. You know, I look down inside the, the pocket there that's between the seat and the center console. I pull down and look at the vanities, you know. Oh, but, hey, Sean, hold on, man. You're giving away all the, the, the answers to the final part of the IDA oh, testing or certified. <laughs> like, hold on, man. Like, whoa, easy there. Like, yeah. if somebody listens, somebody out, man. Yeah, like, out. hey, we can't give away all the answers, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, Mr. Hey, RT over here. But, you know, that's, that's, more that's than a anybody. part of the test. Like, you got to go over, yeah, what are the main areas that you would look at when doing a final inspection? So, I'm and sure those you, were a lot of the main ones. I'm sure you have a checklist, Sean. So do we. Like, that's we call that two minutes in the captain's chair. So, Make sure before the last thing you do on the detail is spend two minutes in the captain's seat, and you just sit there and look around as if you're just dicking around your car, yep. pick, you know, putting the the visor down, rolling the window up and down, looking at the mirror, the dials, turn around and look if you were looking in the back seat. Like, how are you as a driver sitting in the car for two minutes? You pick it apart. Yeah. Yep. Put the yeah. So yeah. Exactly. That's, That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. My bad for giving it all away. That's just no. That's just, just, just no, I think he was fucking with it. Yeah. I'm just one of those dudes, man, where it's like, I don't get many clients. I get a lot of clients who return for business. I don't get many, if if many at all, that come back with a complaint because they know how I am. You know what I mean? I yeah. get in there and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably worse than my customers, but for good reason. You know what I mean? Because when it rolls out of that shop, APE is behind it. Yeah. At the True. car wash, you know DJ I'm, and the other guys should call me the uh, detail Nazi. Dude. <laughs> I could definitely be that. We didn't need a detailed Nazi, though. At my crew didn't. Oh, yeah, you guys did. <clears throat> my crew didn't. <laughs> my crew didn't. The morning crew? I wasn't absolutely. there in the afternoon. <laughs> and we never, we never got complaints. I, I was at, Ch- I have I was clients, at Chili's drinking. I have clients to this day that used to use me at Zud's still. I know. Uh-huh, yeah. And I enjoyed those beers. It was good. Yeah, I used to hate that. So Marty used to, so he, uh, so sidebar, those that haven't heard the story, he owned a uh, car wash and detail shop when I was in high school. And that's when I, that's where I met him at. I worked, he needed like a really, really top-notch detailer to come in and like transform his detail shop. Mm-hmm. And then he found me like, of course, yeah. right? I mean, right? DJ got really lucky. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think you got lucky. <laughs> and uh, so him and this guy named was it Hector and Kyle Brumble. So Hector would come in. He owned like a what? Hector Const- owned? He would. Const- they, so Kyle owned a construction business. They built homes. Then Hector was the stone guy. So yeah. He put the stone on the houses. Or so they come the through. Marty, they leave their trucks there. We'd probably detail their trucks here probably. and there. And uh, him and those three would go or two go down the freaking chilies and just have beers. Walk and just walk. Yeah. Walk. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Hector drove. But Sometimes like, <laughs> it's literally two doors down. It would just go for like three. Four, about two, three yeah, hours, about two, two, three hours, and just drink beer, and I, just, I used to hate it. You need chips and salsa. Yeah, but now that I'm an owner of a company of 10 years, I'm like, yeah, I, I get totally it, man. Get it. Back then, I was like, fuck you, dude. Seriously, I'm here yeah. washing cars. Community. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, so speaking of beer, mm. uh, we are on beer number two of the Super Cluster, and... Um, mm. I mean, we're 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 down half on this one. I mean, I'm enjoying it. All right, is this the uh, Lagunitas? Yeah, it's a Lagunitas Super Cluster. Okay. Um, okay. You definitely, if you're a if you're a if you're not a bitter fan, right? If you're not a fan of IPAs, this probably would not be the beer for you. Nope. Yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot you I'm gonna shoot you guys a, a four pack of beer each when we get off. I'm gonna need oh. your address. It. My, my my dude just came out with I'll a give beer. Him my address, Marty. You might get your four. You might get your four. Sean, I appreciate what you said each because Sean must have listened to a lot of our content where I get left out of a lot of the beer that just oh, goes disappearing funny. out of the beer fridge. I get thirsty, man. You know, I think when you work real hard like me, you just you get thirstier quicker. Mm-hmm. You don't work as hard. That's all that that's all it is. But yeah, so 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 my, my boy <laughs> with this uh with this local brewery, we got a lot of local breweries here. And this one's called Old Possum Brewery, and he came out with this IPA. It's called Thirty Eight Hazy. Oh, DJ and wants it. Oh yeah. His, well, my boy's name is Trey Jones, and he goes by Hell uh, yeah. Trey, I like Trey. Uh, Thirty Eight okay. Special. So his beer was called Thirty Eight Hazy. It's an IPA. I've bought a couple of them. He comes over and drinks them. <laughs> I've, I've I've had a couple. Um, it's it's kind of got this nice little citrus taste, and I'm not really a big beer guy, but that's a beer I can sit down and get with. And I think it's like seven or eight percent. But it, I had a couple of them, man. I was feeling pretty damn good. Well, yeah, but, uh, seven or eight percent. You better this right yeah, here. Got, this so is eight percent. Uh, I'll hit him up after this is all done. I'll have him bring me a couple, and I'll ship you guys some each, so you guys can enjoy it, man. But. And I want you guys to do me a favor. Next time you're on a podcast or something, do it and just just have that beer for me. Oh, always. Uh, let, yeah, yeah, for sure. Let yeah. me know what you guys. I'd appreciate that. Well, we won't drink it until we do a podcast. No, we'll do it on uh, we'll do it on one of those Zoom uh, community club nights, yeah, and yeah. he'll be that 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 beer will be the sponsor for that one. And so we'll uh, we'll we'll talk and we'll drink and we'll oh. talk about that beer. Perfect. Okay, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's a really good beer, man. Sarah I'm, I'm would appreciate a- that comment. Yeah, like like I told you guys like before, the dope I'm really comment. big on the uh-huh. beer. Hmm. I'm I'm more of a I've, I've kind of had to to lax back a little bit on on, on a lot of liquor and stuff because because you didn't really place. know her, right? <laughs> Golly, anytime you get a chance, you try that one. <laughs> but now it's uh I, I I've been digging the champagne lately, man. I've been on the, I've been on the champagne hype a bit, you know. I like, think DJ was there for my birthday in Florida. Oh, you think? No, I was there. <laughs> oh, God. That was crazy, damn. wasn't it? Oh, my God. Gosh. I got there after the madness, and I am so happy because I saw the aftermath. I'm like, woo. <laughs> yeah, shit went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody poured their drink into my cup and counted down, and I had to drink everybody else's shit. Oh, I think. see, you brought coronavirus to. I, I might have, bro. Yeah. I think I brought Oh, that was a good night, man. Thanks for the invite. Oh yeah, <laughs> I lost. By the way, we lost. So I went. Nice. I went to South Beach and got blacked out. <laughs> you lost. Super yeah, cool. I'm a Niners fan, bro. I'm a Niners fan all day. Mm. What a shame. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. That hard, bro. I've been Niners fan since I was a baby. Yeah, you I'm should. Not. You Cali boy, you should be. Yes, sir. Yeah. So we did. We went down to the Super Bowl. Me and my brother. We ended up losing. We said fuck it. Just blacked out. Just went over to South Beach and just just raged. And then we went down to Biscayne Bay the next day. And rode jet skis all day on the ocean. So That's awesome. It. I've only been to South Beach for like three hours. So, um, oh my gosh. So we went down. Uh, speaking of Kyle Brumble. So we went down for oh, the... I remember you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was getting videos this night. Like, look at this place. Like, was that the place that all the old people were at? No, 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 oh. no, 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 This was, this was like 05, oh. 04. Uh, OU was playing USC in the Orange Bowl. 
Uh, Matt Liner ripped us a new one. They beat us like 60-something to like 14 or something. I mean, it was – we got destroyed. But, uh, you know, that day we went down to South Beach before we went to the game and uh, walked around a little bit and then went to this really cool bar where they had chicks dancing on the tables. And, uh, man, we had a great time, And then, but then got our ass kicked at the Orange Bowl. Not fun. Badass. Yeah. So maybe next time at South Beach, I can spend more than just a couple hours. Yeah, it's so nice. Hey, if, if oh, you go down man. there, go check out, um, <clears throat> go to Mangoes. Done. All right, so we want to get into our first topic. All right, uh, we eventually need to have an episode. 40 minutes. <laughs> Badass learning all about you. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, Learn about what you've been doing for uh, your business and for the industry. So, um, But we do want to get into some content for some detailers that are listening. And we want to dive into a couple different topics. All right. So uh, first off topic, when we're thinking social media, um, we, we all have an image that we want to display. We have a brand. We have our personal brand. We have the things that we're passionate about. We have... You know, what makes us unique as business owners that transcend over into the way we portray it, you know, through social. So we yeah. each do it all different. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with DJ. Uh, DJ, why do you why do you do social the way you do? Right. And let's talk. Let's I'll first ask you that on a business wise. Why do you do Eco Green the way you do uh, Eco Green? And then I'm going to go to personal page. All right. Um, yeah, so I've got a different, I guess, voice for each page that I have in a sense, a different feel. So with Eco Green, um, I mean, quite some time ago, I, I, I always built my company as if it wasn't me. So if I'm not here, it can still run, right? So when I speak in regards to the company, it's speaking as the company itself, but still me being a face behind it slightly as well. So I like to highlight my team a lot. I think it shows the um, the scale of our company where we're at, opposed to just being me and saying I. So it's always a we. I'm always, you know, um, shouting out the team what they're doing, um, and it just makes for a better culture for the team because they get to see their stuff highlighted. They're being highlighted. They're being taken care of and talked about well. And I'm not taking all the credit whatsoever, and it just provides a better experience for the customers too. And people that are, are viewing it, they receive it really well as as, as well. So. Um, that's just my voice on, on personal or on business for sure. But for, for personal, I, um, I, I mix it up. So a lot of, let me ask this. I think, I think the great question would be, do you, I, I know I did because I want to make sure I asked I it the right like way. Thought. Uh, do you do your social personal different than your business? Wow. I was not going to answer that question just now. No, I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. I know. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. All right, and here's why. Uh, I, I feel like, so, and I was this way before a long time ago, too, so I've, I've progressed through life and done things differently, as I've learned. But initially, it's, like, all about detailing. Like, I branded myself as a detailer for a good 75% of my detailing career, maybe. 
I branded myself as a detail. So, anyone, so seven and a half <clears throat> years of your 10. Yes. Let's say seven out of 10 years, I branded myself as a detailer. Like, And we say branded like on your personal DJ per, Patterson. People know that I'm a de- Like if on my personal page, my Facebook, I'm showing off cars. I'm showing what we're doing. I'm showing this and that. I'm showing off the company. I'm sharing it all the time. That's all I did. And I gained all this momentum. And now in Tulsa, everyone that knows me knows they associate me with detailing. It's just, it's inevitable. Everyone knows that. It just, it, it is what it is. But I've switched it recently because I've stepped more into the role, like I think you said, Sean, like I'm working more on my business now than ever before. I'm not working in it as much at all. And uh, so I'm giving people more of the background of me. So me at home with the kids crawling over my back while I'm on the computer or what my wife's doing in the garden, or whatever it is. Like, I'm giving that more, that family side, and then I'll throw in different things about the company, too, to keep it top of mind, and it's just worked really, really well for me to have a personal brand. People know me as, like, I'm a, I've got four kids, and I'm a family guy. Like, I'm just, I'm always with the kids. Like, it's just, they're crazy, they're funny, they, they make people laugh, it, it is what it is. I show all the funny stuff in the house. And then the other Eco Green page, my company page, is completely different. Like, it's just... But it works. But they intertwine here and there, and it works really well. Okay, cool. Sean, what about you? Like, uh, I I don't know that I follow your business page, uh, but I definitely see personally you put a bunch of stuff. Talk to us about the way you do your business page. Or My, my business, I just model it around what we do, kind of posting cars, befores and afters, um, you know, articles here and there about, you know, you know, frequently asked questions with customers and things like that. We try to answer that for our customer base on our, on our business page. Um, that's pretty much how we operate that. We, we, we like to boost cool things. Like one of my clients is Guy Fieri. So I service a lot of the Food Network guys' cars. Um, I service some, some ball players out here. I service a lot of uh, Bay Area entertainers and rappers. I do a lot of their cars and stuff. So, do like you that. ever interact with them, or is it only like they just? No, I interact. Just... I interact with a lot of them. Because there's mean, some people that service, you know, some high profile people, and they they literally are just picking up keys and never see them. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that personalized experience. So unless they want to work with me, I'm not. Unless they don't want to deal with me directly, they're I'm not dealing with. I'm not dealing with their publicists and stuff like that. You want to deal with me and deal with me. Yeah. You know, wow. I don't say I, I tell them like this. I put my pants on like you every day and I lace my shoes up. Like All right, you so every. who's guy then? It's... Guy, guy, Fieri, Diners, yeah. Drivings, Dives, Guy's Big Bite. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I get that. But I mean, who is he? Oh, you meant who is he? I'm like, you don't know. Okay. Um, guy's a good dude. Guy, guy's, a, guy's a solid, solid fucking individual, man. Got a great heart. Good dude. Just really does great things for, you know, the community here where hey. I live and people around. If I'm not mistaken, he just raised, I think it was $22 million he just mm. raised for um, out-of-work out of restaurant folks for the coronavirus. Hell yeah. Nice, Should man. Famous for people like that. You know, um, we had some really bad fires here a few years ago, and it's been yearly now, um, where everything burned up to like within a mile of my house and my businesses. You know, and he came out here and brought his giant uh, portable barbecues in and cooked for everybody for weeks. You know what I mean? He's he's just he's a good dude. He's just an avid car lover. Like he didn't know what a swirl mark was until we told him. You know, he thought his shit looked good. And I'm that was like, the shit. best. And the worst. It looks like shit, yeah. bro. Because <laughs> now once they know yeah. it looks badass, yeah. they're like, "Hey, yeah. motherfucker!" Yeah. yeah, but you get every yeah. other one, so it's all good. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. Once, once 
once we got to that point, it was cool. I grew a relationship with his children and his wife, and his parents are really nice people. You know, he lives like a few minutes down the road from me. You know, he, he pretty much bought up the city block where he lives. You know, so he's just he's got it all going on there. But you know, it's just he's a good guy. He's just, he's, just, he's just a downright good dude. You know what I mean? Just solid, super nice. Not not scared. To, he won't be. You know, he's just he won't bullshit with you either. If he doesn't like something, he'll just tell you. You know what I mean? And that's what I respect about him. He's still real, you know? Yeah, cool. But, uh, I, I think a lot of people get a, a misconception of the man because, you know, when you see him in public, you know, you get mopped up by four, five, six, seven people trying to, you know, get a picture or, or you know, autograph, and you're just trying to spend some time with your kids. You know, he, be, he becomes a little standoffish to people. Sure, you know, I get I, it. No, I just meant, like, I, I, that's that's good. I just wanted like, is he a pretty cool guy? Because he seems like a pretty cool guy. Like, he's always got yeah. shades on. He's He's got cool yeah, hair. He's, he's always he, really cool. He, and so, you know. he's, cool, he's cool like the other side of the pillow, bro. Nice, that. nice. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, so when you're doing your social for your business, how do you how do you do that? Uh, my approach, like I said before, is just kind of like, I don't put too much of me in there. I just put more of my the vehicles, what we do, you know, some of our processes, you know, kind of simplifying things for my client base who read it and don't understand or people who are interested in something that we do and don't really know the, the conception of it. We try to, we try to, you know, simplify that process for them and let them know this is what we can or can't do. You know, we're not miracle workers, but we are, we, we do really good work, you know, and, and you know, in, in some cases when, when we have clients who message us, we just try to simplify it and we tell them like, Here's the deal. We're like a body shop. We don't know what we're getting into until we see the car. Mm -hmm. You know, and when you come in, I can give you an actual factual basis on what it is, what our recommendations are, what we think would be best for your car, but at the end of the day, it's really what you want to see from your vehicle. I can give you what I feel, but you need to tell me what you want. At that point, we could base price from there. And to be honest with you, if they show up, they're serious, and they'll work with you and spend money with you. And if they don't show up, it's their loss. You know, and that's that's pretty much how I generate my social media is just um, it's just education, you know, just telling people what we do, how we do things and letting them see for themselves what the people look like before and after. And it works good for me. You know, we get a lot of people who, who gain interest based on that. And right. uh, so on your personal side, you're kind of a you're you're a bit. Uh, uh, you do what? <laughs> I'm rough, bro. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say that. Uh, you're you're like to also do so. DJ expresses himself through showing stuff about his family. You are more uh, about just your life. Yeah, I'm just I've I've never been one to hide the good or the bad. Sometimes some days shit's really not good. It's fucked up, you know. I mean, you get you get days that are good, and you get days that are just that ain't so good, you know. And a lot of people, a lot of people's you know, perception on social media is to just take the perfect picture or post the perfect post. And that shit ain't life, man. To me, it's not life, dude. Like everybody goes through a bad day. Everybody goes through some fucked up shit, you know, and you got to show that too. You got to take the good with the bad, you know, and you got to, life ain't perfect, you know? And I, people tell I'm guilty, bro. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Like nobody's business. If I, if I got something to say, boy, I say, it. I just, I don't hold punches with nobody. I've said that before. You know, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. You know, I try not. I don't. I don't get political. I will not. I will not talk politics with anybody. Um, 
I don't I don't express my love life to people because I just that's just me. Hey, it's Paul. Hey guys, how y'all doing? What's up, Paul? Hey, Sean. We we have a neighbor named Paul that that swings by every once in a while. What's happening, Paul? Hey, how you doing? Paul, you want to try the beer? We're drinking Lagunitas Super Cluster. No, I'm good. I'm, You're good? I'm actually drinking iced tea today. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right, Paul. Yeah. What's yeah, up? It almost tastes like uh, Neon Sunshine. Oh, oh, almost. God. Almost. Okay. He smelled good, Paul. Where, where are you headed? Hey, I'm uh, headed to... Uh, yeah, what's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> what's her name, Paul? <laughs> I can't say. Oh, you can't say, huh? Wow. There might be listeners. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Paul has a following now. Paul has a following now. <laughs> Nicely done, Paul's Paul. Paul's podcast. <laughs> we saw a spike in uh, listeners. We, and we did thought see it was a detailers. spike. It was definitely it's Paul's, Paul's followers. followers. <laughs> hey, Paul's, man, we, we appreciate you. Paul's harem. <laughs> his harem that follows, tracks his way. All right, Paul, good to see you, man. Good to see you, dude. Community, guys. Community. Yes, community. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, you guys are good. I'm just—I actually took that moment to reach out to my staff and a client who was messaging me. So that actually worked out pretty dang good. Nice. Go team. Uh, I'm sorry. Go team. Go team. Yeah. Yeah, man. We're over here working, man. We're still—we're still doing what we got to do, just in silence until next week. Um, You're not there. No, I mean I'm, I'm home. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm knocking down. Home is where you down. make it, right? You know, closing out the day with a nice ticket. You know, I, I met my marker for my, uh, you know, my 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 cap for the day and what I want to make, and I'm good, man. There you go. Uh, so, kind of back to the whole personal social media thing, man. I'm just, I, I'm real, bro, and, and that shit bites a lot of people in the ass, and they don't like it because I just say how I feel. I post what I want. I really don't care what people think. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just what's on my mind or what I think is funny at that moment. Um, you know, I don't post my love life. I'm, I'm very happily, uh, I'm engaged. Right, congratulations. Nobody, Congrats, bro. Nobody knows that. I just kind of keep that. Now everybody knows, but. Now everyone knows, but. Man, exclusive. We got another exclusive. All 10 people, man. They Ooh. know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just mean we had uh, we had an exclusive solo a couple weeks ago. We did have an exclusive solo by the uh, detailer. Yeah, Anthony gave us exclusive solo. He, he and so little... today on the podcast, we get an exclusive well, very grateful for another exclusive from Sean. Sean is now engaged. Congrats. And we are the first to hear about now it. Now everyone's going to yeah. message you yeah. in your DM. We're going to be sliding in just what saying is congrats, that, congrats, What congrats, is that congrats, DM congrats, congrats. so everybody can tell you congrats? <laughs> we'll do that at the end. He'll forget about this. And that's then he'll true, give it at the true. end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll get it at the end. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, things like that, man. I There's there's certain things that are just better left unsaid, you know. And I just I kind of keep certain parts of my life with me you know because it's it, not everything's for a broadcast you know hmm. like the right the right people will know at the right time and you know eventually you know in life it'll start to peer through but for me i'm just i, I say dumb shit i do dumb shit i post dumb shit but at the end of the day you know i'm, I'm, I'm a pretty private i comes to my actual life you know i show i show people what i see and what you don't and what a lot of people don't see is what they don't see i do i do a lot of work at I do a lot of shit for people that people don't see. You know, I I post up things here and there. I'll go live and do things for people on Facebook and stuff like that. But you know, that's that's only like ten percent of what I do. Like, Bro, I do all so I much. see I see expensive bottles and hot tubs. Like, you know, I get a little envious here. Hey, and there. so speaking of that hot tub, talk to me about that thing. <laughs> I 
I just uh, I just redid my whole backyard in like an island. Dude, it looks good. It like looks really great. good. And I had a little downtime here at home. And yeah. The whole thing, and I just figured I'd come out there and, you know, dress it up a little bit, man. Throw a nice fire pit. You know, throw some, my dog's allergic to grass. So I had to put some fake grass down to make it look green. And That's crazy. some new trees and, you know, throw my, get my hot tub back up and Wait, run John- out Sean, yeah, help so. help me for just a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sure. said that. We're we're from Oklahoma. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, uh, I, I I don't I don't know that we have any dogs that are allergic to grass that I've heard of. Never heard of it in my life. Hey, I got a I have a, a hundred pound old English bulldog. So do I. He's not a hundred pound. How pound is yours? How many pounds? Is yeah, he? mine's white. He's got a black nose, and like he's got brown spots all over the side. Yeah. So I'm actually getting his grand great granddaughter here in a couple weeks. You're getting another dog? Yeah, his great granddaughter. And how? how old oh God! Uh, my dog is. He'll be ten in July. Okay. Okay. Mine just turned eight. In so March. you're still in touch with the family that? Uh, well, my cousin got one of his pups. And then bred out of that, and then one of those dogs bred with the mom to produce the daughter that I'm getting. It, English okay. bulldogs is fucked up. Yeah, it's it's messed up. But that's English, right? That's English bulldogs. Yeah. And I have mine's old English, so mine's mine is a cross between mastiff and English bulldog. So he's a larger bulldog. What? Oh, I've never yeah. heard of that. He's, I just thought you meant like old English is in like English. No, oh. old, old, he's 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 a big fucker. He's he's a big boy. So they come with different. They come with different allergies and. Oh and yeah. So you don't give you don't give your dog like allergy pills and stuff. No, you know what, man? When he turned five, dude, he became allergic to everything. So like, I had to take him down to the hospital and did all these steroids and pills and allergy medicines and this and that. Nothing worked. Ended up having to like have him graft. And they did an allergy panel and everything. So what they did is they actually. Um, took a mixture of everything he's allergic to in a vial and i had to feed it to him every, i have to feed it to him every day for the rest of his life to keep him immune to the things that he's allergic to but too much exposure to it he'll break out again yeah so again. does he get like the like rashy skin where his hair falls off and he's super yes. like you can't touch yeah, it? yeah so mo gets that too so her hair falls off yep. just super uncomfortable and hates his life you know yeah so that's i've always given mo uh benadryl and then when it starts you know the summer gets more like i gotta give him like mo- like three or four a day uh and See, if it gets the bad, worst part about it is it knocks him out though it makes him mellow drowsy oh well hell yeah i mean mo doesn't do much anyway man yeah like mo, mo's an english bulldog he doesn't do shit like, <laughs> so the latest thing is is i had a guy that made me a shit ton of gummies yeah i was gonna say you just so to share your medication putting, with <laughs> i started putting his allergy meds in with these gummies that are super low i mean they're they're incredibly low so there's hardly anything in it the guy didn't know what he was doing uh and and that's what he eats on. And you know what? His skin is better. He nice. is moving around more. His joints, like, he acts like a six-year-old bulldog, and he's going on 10. He's high all the time. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Not all the time, but when he gets high. Yeah, a good, good, good portion of the time. Uh, I'm just kidding. I all right, so, I, so what I wanted to basically kind of get down to is, you know, we're going to all three do our social medias different. Okay. Right? Like, 
DJ, and especially what I wanted to kind of dive into is the personal side, right? Let's let's transcend away from a detailing podcast in a sense to how do you represent yourself personal? Because DJ is going to put out stuff with his family because he says that's what customers like and that's what he wants to do. You you take it differently and you 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 roll a different way. I I don't really know what I do. I'm not really that active on a personal level, honestly. Like I don't really have and there's a lot of the reason why I bring this up is there's a big heavy movement uh and it comes what I heard from first was Gary V. And Gary V said that you're going to have a a regular life and then you're going to have a social life. And I think he called it a citizenship. Like you're going to have a, your regular citizenship and then you're going to have your online citizenship, your social citizenship. And, and I don't know if detailers understand how important it is to have their own personal brand, their own social citizenship as a person. And when I say detail, I just mean me included. I don't put a lot out. On a personal level. No, you don't. It's all I'm, I'm intermixed not. with everything else. Yeah. I mean, I run my social and way I function, the way I perceive life, I run it through my business. Yep. But I've always... No, no, I say everybody's different. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah. So I kind of really wanted to know from you guys, like, so why do you feel it's so important to have your own personal side with, with me, like I said in the beginning of how I explained this, is that I wanted to disconnect. I wanted the company to be a company without me in it. It's not my face. I'm not tied to the business. If I want to sell at one point, great. If I don't, great. But there's no ties to me personally. I don't want that weight. I don't want to feel the pr- – like I don't want to be the face, the literally focal point of the company. Like it's me, me, me. So it's always we, we, we. It's always we. Like that way at any time I can switch. I don't have to be – tied down and to no, again business. i'm talking personal that's why i've separate oh I th- that's why i separated the business the thoughts we were asking no no so why on personal do you do it the way you do because it's my personal life i completely disconnect from the business this is who i this is dj patterson this is not dj patterson owner rico green it's dj patterson so if my customers want to follow me on instagram so be it they're going to see dj patterson a dude with four kids and like, you and know. then on your personal page, are you cautious of what you put out? E- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very not. protective. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's one I'm reason. Not. That's one reason why I don't put a lot out but, on my own personal page. But I'll say I'm real. Everything I put out is real. It's real, but, but it's I'm not only gonna about give you your family. I'm not gonna give you everything in my life right but if you follow me like why why don't you put everything out people don't need to know everything about me like they just don't need to know everything about me exactly what i want you to like what i put out is what i want like you said like what i put out is what i what i care for you to know now if i'm my wife and i are fighting i'm not gonna put it on freaking instagram well some do they do and they make nice vlogs out of it but i'm not gonna like it's just not but I, I post like, dude, my kids are, they're assholes, all of them. Like, and I post funny shit about my kids and my wife, do me and her doing stupid. Like, it's just like, it's just more entertainment. It's like, I use my circus of a family as entertainment for other people. Like, Man. you know what I mean? That's, that's kind of like me. I post my son's accolades in life. Like I post the great things that he does in life, but I also like 
you know, like when he fucks up, I'll let it be known too. Like, you know, I had him doing pushups and I videoed him a few years ago for his punishment. Mm. And I gave him that little bit of embarrassment. Like here, this is, this ain't shit perfect here. Not everything is perfect in life. I like that like, too. We, Cause like, yeah, when I put out like, we got days where shit ain't right. Mm-hmm. And we got yeah. it right. You know what I mean? People like, think you're because you own a business and you're this, you're that. You know, everyone knows you. Like, so they think you're perfect. So when you post stuff that's not, it's like, look, I'm being transparent. This is a real day in my life. Like, shit's messed up right now. We 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 run the same courses. Yeah, like exactly. Else. I'm not we a superhuman. Exactly. Know, have the same, but we all have this. If you walk, if if you walk through life and you're posting on social, you don't you don't have a bad day. You're a fucking liar and you're fake. That's real. That's that's, real. that's fucking real, go, right there. If you go through life and you post like everything great and being fucking imperfect and 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 well, and there's nothing wrong, you are the fakest motherfucker on Facebook or whatever platform you're using. Straight up and down. You heard care. it first on Everybody's the podcast. This is Sean. I've been waiting for man. We're an hour in, man. He finally came out. <laughs> Sorry, bro. I'm trying so, to be cool, man. But damn. No, like, there's on this podcast, really. Yeah, that's why you were like, you oh, know, we like, can't. You can't handle me. I'm like, bro, bring it. And please. we're an hour in, man. An hour I'm in, Sean. We'll just chop out the shit, first half and we'll start this new. All right. Man, Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. We have Sean has just joined us. Uh, Sean, where are you Sean from? Sean version two. Sean version. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm down on the bottom of this bottle of uh, Clico. <laughs> that a boy. That's there we go. Guy. There we go. Don't worry. We're on our third of this. What was it? An eight something beer? Yeah, on yours? Uh, 8%. Yeah, and we're on our third. I think it just got lively at one yeah. uh, uh, an hour <laughs> I three. I think we all decided, fuck this shit. You let's know go. what? Let's uh, <laughs> let's entertain the guests now. So, hey, uh, I, my, my shit gets me in trouble, though, man. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I say shit, and I get people who, who look at us, and, you know, there's certain groups that I belong to and things like that. They're like, yo, tone the fuck down, dude. And I'm like, really? Yeah, you know, sometimes you got you to gotta really watch your presence because you and outside representation that you do represent, you got to be cool with that. You know oh, what I mean? for I like your customers and things like that. No, so that's yeah. interesting. So you're you basically have said you put out whatever you want, but then you have people that tell you, "Whoa, you shouldn't put out that." Well, because you know, there's there's certain people that look at you in a different way too. You know, I mean, you could be tied. So to somebody you should you be concerned about what other people think when you're putting stuff out on social? Me personally, when I'm posting, I don't give a fuck what you think. <laughs> That's who I am. I don't give a fuck what you think. And I, I, I try to be cautious. There's shit that I that I type up, and I'm like, yeah, fuck you. I'm, I'm going to give it to you like this. And then I start reading, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to delete that. Cause, uh, <laughs> but because you're a part of a group, and the group's going to tell you you shouldn't do well, it? because, you know, I mean, on, let, let's be frank, man. I, I, I'm in the detail mafia. You know, we, we do have a representation. We have, we have, a, we have a, a way to be. And there's certain things that – and I'm, I'm – I'm not saying I'm the outcast from the black sheep, but I definitely I stand out to certain people because I just I don't bite my tongue to people, you That's know. Good. And I'm also I'm also a representative of um, Buff and Chai Manufacturing. I'm one of their I'm one of their demo team members. I'm one of their I'm one of their R and D guys. Bro, you're on like banners and shit when you go to the freaking booth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I do have a level of, of professionalism I got to adhere to. But I also look at it in a sense like this is still my personal page. So, you know, I, I could I could take the personal responsibility of taking some of these people off. But a lot of these people know who I am. They know I'm pure in heart. They know I'm a good fucking person. But they also know that I'll call you out on your shit real quick, just like I expect people to call me out on mine. So if I put some shit that's just really out of pocket, 
and they call and they're like, yo, that's that's a little crazy, you know. I'll respect their opinion. I'm, I'll look at it and be like, okay, that's not cool. Maybe I should take that down. Maybe that's not for everybody to see, you know, because that's the outsider's opinion looking in. So that's that. A lot of that's how I manage my socials because I got good people around me who tell me like, Sean, that ain't cool, man. Hmm. Like that was you got you got to tone that down a little bit. Okay, okay. but that's on your personal page. That's why it, I wanted it, to kind of. But, but, but I have a lot of those people that. I either have requested or have requested me and I've accepted them into that. And and yeah. there goes my reason for not really putting everything out Bigger. even on my personal so, uh, this page. Is, this why? is a reason why for I actually that. make a, a secondary page, but I'm going to keep all the people that are on my current page now, but I'm just going to do something for family and friends and no industry folks, no detailers, nothing, no clients, nothing like just people I know. So when I do want to wild out and say some dumb shit that's just out of pocket or and probably not so great, that the only people that are really truly going to see that are the people that are the closest to me. You know, if I'm keeping it too real or I'm saying some shit that's probably fucked up, you know, like I'd rather them see it than, you know, I, yeah, I don't I think it becomes a, an idea. So you're moving it down even to more of a niche. And I think that's sort of where I think I've thought of it is when I think a personal page on social, I, I, I a lot of times just want to say what I'm doing at that moment, and I live a pretty innocent life, right? Like, I'm not fucking wild by any means on a lot of stuff, but then some stuff, if I put out, you wouldn't just, there's sometimes you just wouldn't get it, grab a camera and put it on social. No. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just, sometimes you just, you just don't do that. There's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for everything. So, but for, for detailers that are listening, where do they choose the, the option of, having a, a business brand and a personal brand and on my personal brand, how far do I actually go? That's sort of really what I wanted to kind of go with that. So, well, but I'm that gonna, could, well, that, that conversation could go on for like, it literally could go on for another hour. I'll do part two yeah, like, on another bottle. Yeah, that one would be, that one would be definitely. Look at this though. It's like this, man. If you so choose to accept and have a personal page, a personal social media account, okay, where you are uh, DJ Patterson or Sean Sepulveda or Marty Hill or whoever you are, okay, you so choose to have that and you get a request from a, a product or a tool company. I feel like once you accept that, you know what you're engaging with that person. That person is going to look at you in a different light than they would in a personal aspect as opposed to a professional aspect. So you – by you accepting that, like you've accepted the terms to kind of tame down how you say things to people. You know, that's why it's a personal page. You're inviting these people to your personal life, not on a professional level. You know, so it's up to them to either accept how they feel about it or don't. So, Sean, Sean since, since you said, you've said before, you just say the way you, you know, like you just said, like sometimes you say things that might get you in trouble, you might not. Either way. So I just want to, I'm just, I'm going to say this out there. Sure. Are, are you saying that there's people that make you your bitch? Like they oh, like yeah. tell you what to fucking do and like you do. No, 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 no. See, the thing is, this is I'll, I'll pretty much post what I want. And if I don't want to take it down, I'm not taking it down. I mean, but I do have some friends, you know, who but I you said about. like you got brands that pay you to do stuff. And then if brands reach out and say, Hey man, you can't no, do no, that no. on your own personal <laughs> stuff. I've never had an actual brand reach out and say something. What to about me. the mafia? The mafia tell you what to do and you have to no, oblige? No, not at all. Not at all. It's well, just, I'm pretty sure that's what you said a second ago. 
Well, no, I mean, like, people who I deal with on a, on a regular aspect who are a part of that same group may see something that I post and be like, yo, that's kind of racy, bro. Like, calm that down a little bit. It's, okay, just, so it's, just, it's just like your home, like, it's... Like if I was like I do deal to him, like Marty, bro, like that was like, woof, like you probably shouldn't do no, no, that. No, I, say I get that. that part. I was just trying to add, like I was really just trying to dig even a little deeper. No, like, no, totally. Like, do I'm, brands I'm, or mafia I'm, tell you, hey, you got to turn that down? No, they don't tell me what to do. It's just certain certain people that are a part of that group who will see that, and not even being anybody who's in a higher seat of power, just people who care about you who are in the same group will be okay. more like, okay. You know, so a little I, more clarification is probably okay. So the clarification yeah. is more like the, yeah. the close the, people that you know within the organization, the organization. Exactly. Not, exactly. The, not the not the not the top monitor, not somebody, not somebody yeah. who's a higher up in there because it came across right. like. Yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely see how yeah. that came across too. So not like yeah, the top. I, I, of, that's my apology if I cross that line. Or no, cross we're line just getting more clarity for the view listeners too. I would say more like. Me being a part of that group, the people who are close to me will litigate that and be like, yo, Sean, that probably wasn't the greatest thing to post. You know, gotcha. I'm not getting, I don't have somebody coming down and be like, you need to take that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's more of like, uh, more of like a mentor thing. Like, hey, man, that, you know, you know, I love you to death. That was, you know. Let me shed some light here. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. You know, Makes sense. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's hop into topic number two. Because. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're we're over an hour, but we got to run through the rest of these real quick, Sean. All right. Yeah, uh, that's good. Whatever you guys want to do. No, man, I think it's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really great info. Mm-hmm. I appreciate your time. Uh, but we're 719, so we got to be on that next uh, Zoom uh, community. community pub night here in about 11 minutes. So. Uh, what's one thing that's burning up? Like when you think of the industry and you just look at it from your lens, right? When you view the industry, this could be positive. This could be negative. It it could go either way. Just something that's burning inside of you that you just want to say to the industry. DJ, you want? Yeah, I'll I'll go first. Yeah, sure. Um, look, here's, here's my take on this. Go ahead, man. And this is for anybody fucking listening. Yeah. You want to get anywhere in this industry? Don't fucking dick ride. Don't co- don't chase coattails. Let yourself be noticed. Work hard and let people see what you do and let that peer through. Don't take somebody else's accomplishments and ride behind them to get where you want to be. That's Go super away. interesting. Don't ride somebody's coattails. What do you mean? There's, there's. Oh, sorry. Did you get that? Uh, we heard yeah, it. Yeah, we heard, we heard it. Pop that bottle. Popping bottles. That's 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 my way, baby. <laughs> uh, the way I look at it, it's like this. I've seen some people in the industry who are who are just jumping on somebody else's train, on the success train. They're just jumping on the same thing that they're doing trying to ride right behind them and, and take themselves to the top with the next person. And I'm not, I'm not mentioning any names or anybody in particular. It's just things that I see as I go along. And there's just certain people who try to do that shit. And I just don't think it's going to get you far, you know, because eventually people are going to see through that. You know, if you want to be somebody work, hard. you know, you got to, you got to really make it for yourself. You can't just go in there and, and follow what somebody else is doing. I mean, you could blueprint kind of what they're doing and, and make your own way and pave your own path, you know, and, 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 and dig your own trench through that. But the whole thing is this, you can't take and ride that same, that same wave with that person. You know, two people don't go on a sport. You know what I mean? 
that's that's a that's a one person kind of deal. You want to get there, you got to climb that ladder yourself, not not head on somebody's back and then have them climb that ladder with the weight of you. You know, I've I've noticed that quite a bit lately in the last like year, year and a half. Uh, a few select people who I I just pay attention to and see who are doing that shit, and it ain't it ain't no good. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. All right, so let's dive into Mr. Patterson, and uh, I I think it'll be interesting. Positive or negative, Mr. Patterson, what's one thing that's burning you up in this industry? I wouldn't say burning me up at all, but a positive hard thing. Hard on? Did you get a hard on? No, I really didn't. Oh. It's just, <clears throat> so there's people that dedicate a lot of time now. No, no hard on, Marty. That's right. A lot of time to, with their own time. So, Time is very valuable. Like it's my time is very valuable. Everyone's time is very valuable. So when someone's dedicating time to further the industry, so as my time with the as presidency with the IDA and especially being president in the first quarter of the year and going through a pandemic, that oh my God, that's a whole other story. But I'm starting to see different people who are investing a crap ton of their personal time. Uh, into the industry, into other people. So it's just, it's cool that people like, for instance, Jason Rose does a, um, uh, me and him do a, and it's his, it's his brainchild. It's, he gets all the credit, but he does this thing on Fridays with the IDA. It's like a group session. So people come on and talk about like your thoughts and feelings, how you're dealing with like, uh, the, um, quarantine, how you're dealing with this, how you deal with stress, how you deal with anxiety and just more of the personal side of the, of, of, of the people. Right. And it's just cool that people like even Rob Schrufer that comes on and talks about his success is having over a hundred team members. You know, um, it's just cool that people dedicate their time to really help the industry with no monetary like incentive whatsoever. So seeing this now more than ever, I just named two people, but like that's incredible. Like it's cool that people are in even on my committee. So I sit on every committee call we have with the IDA, and these people are are, are donating their time and energy to further the industry as a whole. Like, no one has to do that. You don't have to dedicate your time. Like, you don't have, you can just be me, me, me. Like, I could just only focus on eco green and this, and. but it's cool that, you know, like you, Sean, you've gotten to different places in life where you can teach people stuff based on your failures. Same with me, same with anybody else. So, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy now where I'm at with the IDA seeing the level that people are because i've been with the idea for a while but not at this level and seeing the amount of dedication people have and they're just donating their time to really help people that's invaluable man so I, there's just i've gotten a greater sense of the idea or greater benefit from the idea from being where i'm at just seeing what people are actually doing at the top it's awesome okay that's cool uh I think for me, I'm going to go with uh, one thing that's been burning up uh, in me, and sometimes I've had to, Sean, I can definitely understand the need to have somebody say, hey, bro, that probably would like, there's sometimes that I've like slapped my own hand when I've, I've been in group forums or, uh, you know, reading some stuff that's going on, and, and I'm like, I wish I maybe wouldn't have gone that hard on some stuff, but for me... Uh, I think, and I think there's maybe just some personal, just some personal, you know, feelings on it too, right? We've, we've talked over the last year here on the podcast and then especially on my own, you know, uh, total all solutions brand 
about being ready for a recession. We didn't know what was going to come. We didn't even know when. We just we've had the feeling that we're soon the bull market was going to be soon to be over and the next process is a recession. So we have put out plenty of content that we felt of trying to talk about it. Now suddenly that we're here, there's tons of other people that are saying business advice and what's funny too is suddenly there's multi-level brands that are trying to put down more of an economical cost uh, coding. So, you know, I just you were one way at one way during a certain time of the industry and then suddenly there's a switch, right? Like yeah. suddenly you're not getting as much for your uh, training money and certainly you're not getting as much for, you know, all this other stuff that you've done over the past years. And, oh, well, let's just do this now. And it's like, no, motherfuckers, you, you stay in your lane. Because if you were if you were big ticket and you were big training this way, stay there. Don't switch. But Don't switch. I, I- with that dude i've i've since i've modeled my business the way i've i've liked it and i've had a great niche i've stayed big ticket and i've remained big ticket like even during the pandemic Mm -hmm. i i've i've not i've not discounted my prices i've not given anybody a COVID 19 special i've not done any of that my quality my prices and everything has remained the same and i still see the same level of customers who come in because it's not the it's it's not the price they're chasing after it's the quality so, Marty, so like, you're saying – so, hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But so you're saying people should not adapt when changes happen. You should not change your models quickly to survive. No, exactly. it's a great question. That's the pushback. There's, no, there's, I, I there's get a, that. I okay. respect that question. Thank you. Hold I respect on. that question. Let me say, like, what I think Sean did is, the, is, is, is if you're going to go in a direction, go in that direction, right? Now – I think you're saying what we've talked about, understanding currents, understanding, yeah, you, you know, current markets, and you have to adapt. Well, you have to adapt, but DJ, did you change your complete business model? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, stop, stop. That's what I'm saying. No. Well, you asked me a question, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there's businesses, I'm just going to say, okay, so Ceramic Pro, nothing but multi-level big ticket items, and now all I see from them is sport. Entry level. That's what I mean. They've completely shifted away from what they used to be into here what they are now. Now, is that adapting to the market? Sure. But was your business so bad that now the like I don't know. It's just I'm just saying like it's it's really interesting for me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it's a hot topic for me. Yeah, yeah, no, so you so we talk about operators a lot. You're in a supplier seat to where you're Drama, your not drama, but views. My viewpoint. Your viewpoint is on more of a supplier level, where me and Sean are on more on a operator level. So, when you say things, it's like ah, but it makes sense because that's where you're at. You're in that arena. We're in a different boxing match than you. It's like MMA uh, well, and so boxing. Well, so let's look right? at some of. The, I I mean, some of that comes out of also seeing uh, posts from certain installers. Suddenly, now they're talking about sport. Okay. You know, and Dude, do you? These cans fucking change colors. Uh, no, they're just they just have different color on that side. And different oh, damn. your empty cans, boys. Yeah, there's, there's no, no, no. Cans. So I thought someone like ripped off Coors Light. I was no, getting pissed. Yeah. I was getting real mad. No, but you haven't changed your marketing campaign, right? No, no. You're staying true to your company. One hundred percent. Yes, your what do you call them? Your pillars. 
Sure. You've stayed no. with your pillars. Yes, core values. Right? Your core values. There you go. Yeah, that's what you call it, core values. And it's not just brands. You also have detailers that feed off of those brands that have now changed their complete model and what they're putting out on social media suddenly is all about a completely different product. Mm -hmm. uh, it goes also to, we don't have to go with, with coatings. You could go with, all of a sudden, there's all these sanitizing companies, right? Uh, suddenly now we have incredible sanitizing interior detailers, but they haven't put out anything about sanitizing in the past 10 years. So part of it is- yeah, They learned in the past seven weeks. They, I get it. And, and what I'm saying is I think that, and putting it all together for me is, stay true to who you are. You can adapt and change to markets, but why completely put out a whole new voice for your company? If yeah, like, why switch up the entire model into something that's just a trend? Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say a trend. It was this is this is a trending topic right now, which is COVID nineteen, and a lot of people turn into uh, sanitary detailers. Yeah, you know that's I, I've I've never I, I didn't I didn't work around that. Like I could sanitize a car just like anybody else, but I never marketed that. I just marketed the same way I always did, and I still had the same amount of customers. I still had the same level of clientele. I still had the same people calling and coming in. You know, we were still doing the same work. We were still doing excellent interiors with ceramic coatings on the inside. We were still coating love, still coating fabric. We're still coating paint, you know. And I never changed my my price points. I never changed my structure. I never changed the model of my business on any of that because I, st I stayed true to that. Because you know, what's the ha what happens when you become the guy who does cheap work? Right. You're always the guy who does cheap work. What happens when you when you're the guy who discounts work? You're always going to be the guy who gives a discount. And I don't. If, and discount. if you're the guy that chases every new industry fad, fad trend, no. Yeah, you're you're gonna be that you're gonna be that guy. That's that's dick riding. You're gonna ride on everything that will give you some kind of push. You know, and that's not cool, man. Stay true to what you are. Stay true to your business. Stay true to your core values, like EJ said. Stay true to your, you know, your business model and how you structured your company. You know, I've never changed that, dude, and and I I don't I don't ever see it changing today. Yeah, like. Here's, here's the deal, man, and this is how I do things in my shop. I Like I said, I'm, I'm a little rough, dude. I just tell people straight up. When they come into my shop, they do consultation. One of my first things is I tell them, like, look, I'm very cut and dry. I'm not going to bullshit. And I shoot them straight, and I may not say it in that manner, <laughs> but at least they understand that I'm saying it that way. Yeah. And I tell them, here, I'm going to give you the price points. If you don't like them, don't talk price with me. Just go because it's not going to change. If you talk turkey with me, I'm going to walk you to the front door and I'm going to pull your car outside and I'm going to tell you to go down the street. Mm -hmm. And at that point, because I'm so cut and dry with these people, they know I'm not full of shit. And they know I'm ready to work and do work with and for them. They sign, they sign the work order right there and then leave it upon it. And then they come back for their appointment time. That's awesome. And that's, that's the way it's always worked for me. And it's always worked well because I've just, I, I don't have time to bullshit because I'm not going to waste your time and I don't want you to waste my kicking tires or my job. Yeah, I mean, and I you think to, to summarize my point is, yes, because we talk about it, always navigating the system, always navigating the current, always navigating what's going on. Yes, you should sure. keep a very relative understanding of where the industry is, but we should all have a, a, like a straight focus of who we are as a business and and if, if you're following a company that's flip-flopping or if you're a guy that's all suddenly flipping from this to this to that, like, hey, that's 
that's probably not great for long-term sustainable business and you should probably focus it down. All right, yeah. so Sean, we, uh, we've got to move over to the community pub. We got Nick, uh, Nick's on. What's up, Nick? What's up, guys? You doing all right? All right, so Sean, this is a part of the end of the podcast where it's time to tab out and it's the tab out question of the night. Uh, we're three beers into this 8% Lagunuda super cluster. What's eight times three? <laughs> yeah, that's 24%. Hell yeah, baby. There we yeah, go, baby. Uh, and it's time to tab out. What is your question to the community? I guess my question's going to be is to the community and the detailers and the people in the industry is going to be what's your next move when the quarantine is over? Mm. What are you going to do to benefit yourself for your business? Yeah, I like that. What are you going to do to benefit your family? What are you going to do to benefit yourself in the likeness of something like this? I'm going to drop the mic for you. I guess the real question is going to be how do you? How are you going to prepare yourself for the next big challenge? Nick, Nick, what do you think? All right. So right now I'm working at a dealership. I have to represent here. The Tesla, Tesla, hell yeah. Yeah. So I, I train over at Tesla. So far, but due to that nature of working, you know, forty hours a week, five days at a dealership, there's not that much time to to really get out in the open world. You know, do big jobs, do big things that things that can take a while. Really, just do much customer jobs. That's the first thing on my list is figure out a way to get my personal business up and going so I can start branching out and just pass the dealership work I do, you know, start getting into actual customer things, pay correction, just start branching out in my own business, you know, start figuring out, hey, how do you, you know, how do you get that first communication going? How do you set up that, you know, even if it's simple, something simple like a payment method, you know? How do you get that going? And that, that's going to be first on my list to start doing once quarantine is over, once everything gets safe. Is how, do, how do I get that going? That's awesome. I like it, man. DJ. Yeah. That's a deep question, man. Like, I was taking that, and I was going to take it home and, like, sit on it for a minute. No, honestly, man, like, I, um, I, I've gained a, a lot of peace over the quarantine. And I, I wasn't fully quarantined, by the way. Like, I just wasn't. Like, let's call it how it is. I wasn't fully quarantined. I was definitely moving in a safer direction for sure. But I still have to work. There's still things that need to get done. I need to move around. Like, anyways. My goal after quarantine is to maintain this peace and have a more overall personal awakening develop I don't know what the word is for it but if I can maintain this peace and go back into the fire of owning a business I'm, I'm winning yeah because I've learned that I don't have to go so hard I don't have to go so fast I don't have to please this many people because in seven weeks I was able to I, I still made really good money like really good money and I only touched a few things like uh -huh. detail wise boat whatever like maybe a two boats a week I, I, like just going to the like so i've realized real quick that man i can make it i can have a real good living off of working three days a week with my hands maybe and still being home with the family and doing what i want to do not being at the mercy of like oh a team recalls me and says they have a flat tire well you freaking call yeah. the insurance company and have them send you like you know dumb stuff like that it's like having eight kids that are out in the field trying to make you money 
Like yeah. that, that, that got to me. And I'm happy to have them all back. I really, really am. But it opened my eyes to how long I'll deal with shit, you know? So yeah, they're back and it's great. I love it. I'm having a great time. I have no regrets. But if I go back into that, that phase of DJ just running and being at the mercy of everyone's demands, I will, I will, I will probably pull out. Because yeah. that's not <laughs> that's something you should learn. <laughs> you know what, Marty? Nicely done. Nicely done. I'll let you have that one. Four kids later, I'll you should you start have. learning. And that's Loganita's talking. No, no, no. That's no. called the truth. No, that's personal. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you said, when you talk to local people, that's personal. That's good stuff. I, I just, man. I just don't want the stress, man. Yeah, I. So for I don't me, want it anymore. I, I, I was, I was completely different than so many well, people. No way, really. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Never guessed you were different. We, I mean, we never knew when it was coming, but like I said, I mean, we started to plan for it. Hmm. And, and we did and so once it hit i went i went insular like what insular hmm. uh <sighs> you know local local business completely dropped right our car washes uh went to 50 percent. our dealerships we had some dealerships that closed down and then reopened when and then they said oh we just realized we were uh what was that word you said it, so you must have just Googled it yesterday, and, and you haven't quite learned how to use Essential. it Essential. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other word. No, no. The word I didn't know what it was. Yeah, no. That, that, that weird word where people determined if they were going to shut or close their businesses that they had worked their whole life for. You got DJ Dieseling on the uh, Zoom. What's yeah, that? I know. I just, just said so. Uh, and so, like, they, they just closed their whole businesses down, right? Cool. So a lot of local stuff went to shit. So I went insular. Like that's the word. Yeah, insular. A lot of a lot of deep diving into myself, uh, put out a lot of great content and just went heavy into a direction that we were already headed as a company. Uh, which is why I think that detailers and anybody that owns a business should have different directions that they take their company. You know, but it goes back to earlier where you know, we said why would you change the face of your company? Well, it goes with that's why you should have multiple facets and multiple streams anyway if you're only going one direction and then now you're wanting to switch to a sanitizer or an entry level like you're you're changing your your you should have the whole way had these type of programs involved so that once now something happens, right. you've already got it going on. It's a wake-up call for people. It's a wake-up call. I mean, if it's they, a wake-up call to understand if you didn't, the industry. If you didn't jump and on stop it. just sucking dick like okay. Sean talked about earlier. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> right, Sean? Yeah, you guys were talking about sucking dick. Wow, wow. Hey man, I've, I've got mo I've got my hands on multiple different things. Hold on, what are we talking about still right now? Um, He's got whatever. his hand on multiple dicks, apparently. That's I, I, yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> how, do think, how do you think I'm so well off? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I hey. thought you had mul multiple <laughs> faucets of, uh, of, of revenue. I don't know. Oh, but yeah. The streams of revenue are there, too. Yeah. <laughs> are, the streams are definitely there, out. right? They score you know what? out. I'll, I'll say this, though. Like, the one thing that I've learned through this whole thing, this whole entire thing right now and the whole COVID-19 and... And, and losing business to coming back. And the thing is not to take the little things that you have for granted. Yeah. 
You know, the, yeah, the, dude, the, absolutely. The, the necessities that we are that we take so we take so much for granted. The, the things that we just dude, yes, preach, yep. use and utilize and have on a daily basis without worry has been restricted. We don't have it no more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like those things, I just I, I'll never ever take for granted again. Just go going to buying a pair of kicks. You know, getting a haircut. The you know, little things. I know somebody that needs a haircut right there. Why there's two that need calling them out yeah, on their haircut. Yeah, that needs a little fluffy fluff right there. What's wrong with What's wrong with the fro? What's wrong with the fro? DJ, just you know what? You should just hold off on that until see if it Bro, no, he's talking about Derek from yeah. DJ Detailing. Oh. <laughs> I don't, bro. All, all I rock, bro, Sean. I just Nike hat. That's it, bro. That's it. I shave it and I just throw a hat on. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Sean, where hey, do people find you on social? You're going to find us at uh, Instagram at APE underscore detail. And you'll find us at APE detailing on Facebook. Nice. That's awesome. Mr. Patterson? Uh, yeah, you can find me at DJ Patterson on IG or the company at Eco Green MD. We're actually going to be more active on there lately. Mm. We're back. Awesome. We're back. Any, uh, any new TikToks going on? We're back, man. What do you find you at, dude? <laughs> dude, I am sucking at TikTok right now. Horribly. We preached TikTok no, before. Guys, t- no, before TikTok was. TikTok, hold on, before TikTok was what it was. Like me, we were on the podcast preaching like TikTok is the next best thing, and it is. But it's so hard for me to comprehend. Like it's not comprehend, but just dedicate the time to actually do it. It takes more time to post on TikTok than it does anywhere else. I'm trying to count how many more TikToks I have than you. You have a lot. I'm trying to count, and they just keep Listen, rolling. So, I'm just, I just, I so the reason Marty doesn't post about his life is because all he does is work. That's it. So that that's why life. he has so much content my life out. Is work. No, I understand, but my life is a different work. It is. I don't get to have. It's ha- a part of being single. That's the. It is, and that's why your business is so successful because you have the time to dedicate to it. Yeah. Well, but then there's also why personal life is different. Your personal life is definitely different than mine. Definitely I get way more play than you do. Yeah. I don't know. I'm married for 13 years. So. Mm. Together All right, 13. so you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Loganitas, for the super cluster of uh, explanations. We questioning who's getting more. Yeah, we did. I was like, hold on. Who's complained the most this week? Actually, this week we're both in a good place. <laughs> we are. I think so, man. Go team. Go team. <laughs> At Total Auto Solutions, you know what? Uh, that's good enough. <laughs> At TikTok, uh, Detail Supply App, or send me a text, 918-800-1188. That's the same number we get to hop on the uh, community call. Right, so you can now go hop on. All right, so we're going to hop off, Sean, to this podcast. The community uh, virtual pub is open. You can go to. Yo, how, how, let, 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 let your viewers know how to get to that because I'm going to be will. one of those groups who I need to know how to get to that. No problem. I'm, yeah, I'm hopping up. So you can use your phone and you can just go download the Zoom app or Got you it. can, I think. On ooh, the computer. Nick, what are you throwing in there? Yeah, a little what, salt what, to your beer? What was that? Ooh, what is that? Hot a little sauce? beer salt. No, it's beer salt. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. He must be hey, drinking. What's the, uh, what's the meeting ID? Uh, yeah. The meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Gentlemen, I'm going to join the Zoo meeting. Gentlemen, we'll wait. see you we in, actually see in the flesh in a second. Definitely. We should have did the whole time. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for a great night, uh, Sean, DJ. Thank you for a lot of great uh, 
Uh, Gentlemen, thank you. Super Cluster Lagunitas, before we go. Oh, come on. Mr. Patterson. Don't do this. We have to rate the beer. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to do some stupid shit. I wasn't. You got to rate it. One to five. Yeah. Super Cluster. You already know. That's why you asked. It's a two. A two? Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, I thought I was thinking one, so two's great. Yeah. Uh, so, Derek, you know, we like uh, we like these. These are a Citra, a Citra Hopped IPA. Ooh, All right, so this good. is from Lagunitas. Sean's from over in uh, California, so that's why we got this beer. And I wanted to try it. Uh, so if you like the IPA flavor, if you like that strong hoppiness, this the bitter, the beer like for you, this bro. would, but this you don't want like... Yeah, like, but you don't want the straight, but you want a little like citrus. This would be like 90 hop, 10 citrus. It's there. I mean, it's, it's citrusy, it's there. yeah. Well, you taste a little citrus, but you taste No, 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 hop. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, yeah, 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 it's yeah. hoppy. It's, yeah, it's super hoppy. hoppy. Yeah, nicely done, Nick. Uh, so if you like that, I'd go for it. Hey, I'm going to give it a... I'm gonna give it a three. Okay, I figured. Okay, good. I'm gonna give it a three. That, that makes me feel better too, because yeah. I would have went one, but it, it it's a good beer. It's like, a good beer, but if I'm gonna drink, right, Derek? Right, if we're gonna drink a citra hopped IPA, there's a lot like I would never. We drink want this that again. citrus. We want that fruity. Uh, that, that fruity flavor. That yeah. You have to taste. And All this of is that. this is more of that IPA <laughs> flavor. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. Mm. <laughs> All right, we got to get over to the community night. Hold on, hold on. pubs I've open. Know, Sean, what do you rate your high class ass champagne? Which one? On Which one? Oh, I knew it. Hey, Thanks for coming on, bro. Bottle, you guys, yeah, I drank a whole bottle of champagne. Hey, if I'm you like, send the bottle with the other four I'm packs, get the, the, Vel, the, the Velvet Cloquet, man, I'm gonna give that one a, I'm gonna give that one a four. I like that one. That was, it's fire, bro. Get you in the zone. Tastes really good. Not too dry. Uh, the Moet and Chandon, man, you can't you can't beat that, man. You, you can't fight a classic. This is gonna be the five, man. That's what's up, bro. Awesome, man. I'm, hey, gonna, I'm gonna head over to uh, Zoom. We'll see you in a Hop second. Hop on to 1188 We'll see you there, man. All right, gentlemen. Take care. See you, man. See you in a minute. Hey, detailers. Wanted to make sure you know about the community pub that we have every Wednesday night at 7:30, right after the episode. And normally you catch a little bit of live coverage of the episode on Zoom as we close out. Sometimes we'll get the question of the day in there for the uh, virtual pub. And uh, sometimes we'll get a little bit in there. So I want you to hop on. So if you haven't downloaded Zoom on your phone, just go to your mobile app right now and download Zoom. And uh, you'll need a member or sorry, you'll need a meeting ID. And that meeting ID is 918. 800-1188. So your meeting ID for the Zoom virtual pub every Wednesday night at 7.30 Central is 918-800-1188. Hey, I look forward to grabbing a beer with you then. See you soon. <laughs>